Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from handsomephantom.com. I'm your host, Dustin, here with me. Beautiful boys, Brandon. What's up, dude? And Ben. Hey, everybody. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing good. It's here. Launch week. Launch week. Whew. Is here. It's very exciting. We are a mere 48 hours away. Not even, man. From, yeah, at this point, uh, from the launch of PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X at the time of recording is already out. So it always is weird i think it's good that they space them out by two days especially for retail but i mean that's the closest they've been in forever though yeah i guess you're right because i think one and ps4 were a week right is that right maybe yeah sounds right i remember because my roommate at the time ian was working at walmart and he Oh, was telling yeah. me about all the people lined up in Walmart, and they were super disrespectful to him. Yeah, when he was working there. I'm disrespectful to Ian as well, but it's for different reasons. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was seven years ago. Insane. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. So, how are you guys feeling as we're we're just, you know, we're getting getting close. I'm a little bit giddy, just a little bit. When was the last time you were giddy before this? Maybe never. <laughs> at least wow. that's what it feels like now <laughs> um no i'm really excited because i dustin so eloquently put earlier that i'm upgrading from a normal playstation base right so i'm gonna get a big old upgrade and it's gonna feel so sweet um i'm i'm honestly equally as excited to play my old games which is weird but um yeah man i'm i'm really excited and the controller weirdly i'm <laughs> hype for as well so yeah ben i am excited i'm a little less excited than brandon for multiple reasons but one of them is quite frankly there there's games i want to play but there's nothing that's like i gotta play this and i need this machine to play it absolutely but uh dude new hardware i don't care if i'm getting like some velcro in the mail from amazon I'm hyped for that package to come. So that alone, you right. know, is making me excited. Uh, but, you know, it's a new console. I love new hardware. There are going to be some games. I'm very, very excited for the new controller. Um, I think, though, maybe PC, gaming on PC has diminished my excitement only slightly, but slightly. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just, there's a lot of little things that I'm thinking about right now that obviously we've been excited about specific things like Demon Souls and Spider-Man, but... 
I was thinking more today. I was like, man, Astro's Playroom. I'm really excited to play that since it's kind of. It's a freebie. It's a freebie and it's a good one at that. And I mean, Ben, what do you think about the fact that uh, these Bug Snacks reviews are out? Yeah. Very strong. I saw that. So that's another good freebie that you're going to have. I don't even know what kind of game that is. I'm seeing a lot of people compare it to Pokemon Snap. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. So what I'm what I am actually very excited for, which sounds ridiculous, is the and I've said this many times, the PlayStation collection. There are so many yes. games that I never played or maybe I only barely started that now that they're going to be available to me for very free or or for free or, you know, very easily accessible, basically, uh, that I'm going to jump into. I'm thinking right now about Ratchet and Clank, the, the original or not the original, but the 2016 Ratchet. Sounds right? about right. Yeah. Uh, I never played it. I don't have access to it. I didn't have PlayStation Plus until after it was a free game. I think I got it in early 17, so, um, or somewhere there, they're in. So, like, that's one that, that's old news, but I'm excited for it. And now I'll be able to play it because I'm getting a PlayStation 5. So, there are things I'm excited about, uh, for sure. I'm, I mean, I'm more excited about it than I have been for almost anything all year. Then again, this is a bad year to compare it to, right. but, uh, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it's certainly uh, exciting to me. I want to continue while we're talking about PS5. I'm just going to jump to one news item. Before I do that, I want to welcome you all once again to the HB podcast. Uh, We're thankful that you're here listening to our show. A lot of podcasts, especially right now. Everyone is clamoring for your ears. And so the fact that you're listening uh, to ours means a lot. We hope your ears uh, and specifically your ear holes. Oh, just plugging those up. Those ear holes with our the sounds of our sultry voices. If you like this show, maybe you've been a fan for a while, or maybe this is your first time, and by the end, you're going to be just completely amped about it, you can support us at patreon.com slash handsomephantom, where you can get early access to this show, along with a slew of other things. So make sure to check that out. We would appreciate it. So I am going to jump around to something I have later in the news, but while we're talking about PS5, the big news between this week and last week is that we've gotten more details on backwards compatibility. You may remember last week we were talking about how Ubisoft specifically was saying that certain games were not working uh-huh. and we were getting increasingly concerned about the overall messaging of backwards compatibility. And not just for Ubisoft, but for everybody. Right. Yeah. If you remember back to the the Mark Cerny talk. They were talking about how they were testing the top 100 games. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? And then they kind of clarified that it was going to be almost complete compatibility, stuff like that. Anyway, to the news of this past week, we've seen the previewers and reviewers talk about backwards compatibility. Specifically, I want to reference Digital Foundry. And it's great. It is fantastic backwards compatibility. So we can all let out a sigh. Relief. I was just thinking about when we were at E3, Dustin, and, and we're there as media, and like we're you know we're going into the the Sony press conference, the the last one that they had actually, uh, where we're going into the Last of Us Part Two reveal or whatever, and you just start freaking out. I'm like, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing. Everything's right. And I was like, what are you talking? What's what's going on? <laughs> and you were like, that's the Digital Foundry guys. <laughs> I'm oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was a little starstruck when I saw my my Digital Foundry boys. That's right. So anyway, the the exciting thing is that backwards compatibility from what we've seen behaves 
very similarly to the Xbox Series X in that older games that have unlocked frame rates are now running amazing. Yeah. Some specific examples. Sekiro running at basically locked 60 FPS. Uh, Dark Souls 3, another one. While it's not at a higher resolution, that one's also running at 60 FPS. And basically, any game that has an unlocked frame rate yeah. is now running at 60. Yeah. So whatever game that might be to you, uh, you know, expect it to be better. Now, this does have a caveat in that if a game has a locked 30, it's not going to make it any better. Right. So like Bloodborne, still not great. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still running with some bad frame pacing. Hopefully we can see some sort of fix. But the loading that. screens might be shorter. Right. Yeah, yeah. The loading is indeed faster. Brandon, this is something you had said about playing older games. Yeah. So this is something that appeals to you. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, there's some real classics on PS4 and that's an understatement. And weirdly enough, I am excited to even jump back into Dark Souls 3. One of the games you had mentioned, because I have played that game four or five times through the whole way. And to be able to see it in a better um, frame rate, you know, the fidelity that wise would be amazing. Right. Um, and yeah, weirdly enough, the old games are really kind of sticking with me right now. I don't know why. Maybe it's because there's nothing aside from Demon Souls that I'm super excited about right now. Right. At the very beginning. Yeah. So is it time for you to play Skyrim for the eighth time now? Honestly, I've been thinking about playing Skyrim for weeks. The load I'm times. I'm going to be completely honest. The load times are apparently insanely short uh, on PS5. That's one of the worst parts yeah. of that game is the load time. I agree. So. Something else that's pretty exciting about this backwards compatibility is that from Sony first party, we've seen a few patches go out for their first party games that... I don't think they're they're not going as far to say that these are like PS5 right. optimized games, but they are taking advantage of the hardware in a more you know interesting way. Specifically, Days Gone yep. gets a patch to have a dynamic 4K at 60 FPS that is basically flawless, which wasn't a big thing. Brandon, you had played the most as far as us, you had played the most of it. Like if a horde of zombies come after you, it's like oh yeah, a slideshow. Yeah, no, it can. Well, even just not even necessarily horde. Sometimes there were massive frame dip issues, um, and I certainly don't think that's going to change. Obviously, the actual game, like right. the writing, right. the awkward what writing at points and the in the weird scenes, but those sort of things just take me right out. Right. I don't know. And, you know, even coming from someone who's just a PS4 player, you think I would be used to that shit, uh -huh. but it still does bother me a little bit. Yeah, it, it does. So, yeah, no, that's something that to get like a rediscovering of these old games almost in like, yeah, a different way, whether that's faster loading, maybe that will change the experience in some way. You know, I, I just need to comment on something outside of PlayStation for a second. This is for the benefit of the people at home. Brandon just like moved his mic up and leaned forward in his chair and locked eyes with me during his whole last discussion. And Brandon, like, we've known each other for a wow. while. We're really good friends. Yeah. We talk yeah. almost every single day. Yeah. And that still kind of made me a little anxious wow. that you, like, I thought you were going to say aroused. Well, that too. Well, that's what he, he, you, you that's what he wants to say. And stared into my eyes to speak to me about Days Gone. And it was, I don't know what Honestly, was happening. Honestly, I was, I, I was staring through you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I know you did it so you could take off your sweatshirt, yeah. but 
it was just in the moment. I let my mind take over. Yeah, yeah. So the other game that I'm really excited for a a patch, which there's footage on YouTube. I highly recommend you go check it out. Or just wait. Fuck it, just wait. Goes to Tsushima. Yes, running at 60 with also a dynamic 4K. Damn, I feel like this is going to make such a big difference for the way this game feels. Yeah. Now's the perfect time. New game plus. Oh, I, I, I intentionally I was, didn't jump in the plus. I was itching, and now yeah. like it's like, well, now I feel like I, I got it. I, I, I have the platinum, but I don't have all the collectibles. Right. And there's new shit you get that you can new gear. Right. You know. So, yeah, man, dude, they're making it enticing. Yeah, they really are by updating these first parties. It's like, it's strangely like, yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll tr- check right. it out. You know, like, maybe okay. I never went and like did a bunch of map clearing for that game oh, so yeah. i have a ton of stuff oh, still dude. left oh to yeah do. you you were in for the near the plat right no i just kind of i was doing a bunch of stuff and then towards the end i started mainlining it right which is what i always do in open world games yeah so that and don't forget the multiplayer mode yes, legends i haven't even touched the story of legends oh wow oh and so, yeah that's damn there's a raid now I haven't yeah. Heard yeah i've been meaning to go My back in and check it out yet but honestly, I kept getting shitty matchmaking. Yeah. When I, the last time I was playing, I don't know if it's like an issue with the community or with what, but we'd be playing like higher level things. Well, I and know people would be leaving. I know two other people, not including Dustin, if he wants to, that want to do the raid and don't Let's have do anybody it. to do it with. So Let's do it. Yep. Well, there's got to be some prerequisite. That's grinding. the problem. But yeah, yeah. the problem is is the pre grind. So yeah. Right. So. Yeah, backwards compatibility, very good. Nothing to worry about. Even the interesting thing is those Ubisoft games, Digital Foundry said that they popped them in and they didn't see anything wrong with them. Right. Which they were saying like, well, maybe it's something later in the game doesn't work. Right. And so that's a a possibility. I'm wondering if we're going to see other games pop up. Probably. That don't work quite right. Yeah. I I can't imagine there won't be some sort of glitch because I guarantee you... Sony didn't hire a, a thousand people to sit and test the whole way 100% through every game. Right. You know, they just don't have the money for that kind of thing. But it's just impossible. There's no <laughs> time for it. <laughs> True. While we're talking about PS5, so you guys know that the main storage drive is like 800 some yeah. gigabytes. Right. Well, some of that is taken up by the OS, which yeah. is standard, but the final amount of storage, when you pop it open, you will have. 667 gigabytes available big yikes big yikes yeah bro i know i'm putting modern warfare on there period what's that what's that 180 uh, let's just say i'm being conservative 150 yeah you non-pcers get it easy (laughs) i'm saying it's just (sighs) yeah it hurts so in addition to this as of launch or for pre-release, which who knows, maybe there's going to be a patch on Thursday, uh, but I doubt it. The M.2 slot where you can add your own expansion is currently doesn't do anything. And there's some concern that I've seen online about this. Like, why isn't it available on launch day? What's going on? Well, there are no drives available, are there? Right. A couple weeks ago, we saw some drives get released that met the spec Uh that they talked about. But I'm sure that Sony wants to put them through some vigorous testing before they say, hey, these drives 
work. Yeah. Why didn't why isn't Sony just commissioning someone to manufacture them? Maybe that is also yeah. a um, thing. Yeah, either that or they just got a lot going on, I guess. <laughs> They're trying to get the PS5s yeah. to people first, maybe. I don't know. I want to talk about this issue of the storage space for a little bit, I guess, because I don't really get the argument. Because I have a terabyte hard drive in my Pro, and when I'm done with the game, I delete it. I don't think I've ever even filled it up halfway, and that's including the OS and everything. So for me, I don't understand why it's a big deal. Yeah. I now, mean, in launch, don't get me wrong, you're going to want to load every game you right. can possibly put on there and, and switch between them all, and right. that's not the kind of gamer I am. I like, right. to, I like to play one at a time, Right. but I get it. In reality, for me, it's like Red Dead. Yeah. massive file size right and i'm thinking to myself man i never finished that and i want to go back and play it and now ps5 hot damn who knows right it so might, it might be pretty so that's where i'm at with the storage where like is games that i want to pop in but i don't necessarily want to have to wait six hours to play it there is some good news for your ps4 games and that is you can run them on an external hard drive or something oh cool now, here's the question that I haven't seen any kind of deep dives into, which I'm expecting, again, Digital Foundry to do, is you could plug in a standard external hard drive, and you are going to get speeds that are, as far as downloads, the same as PS4, right? Because it's not an SSD. Right. My question is, if you were to hook up like a USB 3.1 or whatever SSD drive, are you going to get way better speeds that are better than a hard drive, but not as fast as the internal drive? You know what I mean? Like a good, yeah. happy medium. Yeah. I feel like that would make sense. That's what Xbox does. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Is it possible they don't want to get in deep just yet since they haven't even figured out the initial storage system? You right. Know? Something that Sony has commented on, I believe, is that on the Series X, there's a feature that you can move Series X games to an external drive. Right. They cannot be played there, but they can be stored there. So if you want to swap them in and out of the internal drive, oh, like that uh, is an option. Oh, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. You're not. I, you're you're on to something. <laughs> so. Right now, that feature is not available on PS, PS5. Right. But I think they said that they would look into it as yeah. an option. I have to imagine they're going to have a, a drive by the end of the year. That, oh, yeah. And open up that, yeah. that slot. Yeah, I feel like people will start to complain about it shortly after people launch. are already complaining about it. Well, you know. I just, the other part of it is, and I get it with like Modern Warfare and stuff, but with regular games, people are like, oh, Spider-Man's 60 gig. It's too big. And I'm like, how big is the game supposed to be and still be 4K? I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. just seems kind of insane to me to expect a game to take up like 64 megabytes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing that maybe the reason why some people are worried about the drive is that from a digital perspective. Yes. Downloading those games takes a while. But supposedly download speeds on PS5 are much better. They're supposed to be better, but and also the way it's going to store them is better. We don't right. have we don't have any knowledge about the network capabilities yet, correct? Not specifics. Not specifics. Other than the downloads are way better, yeah. right? Just yeah. like a general, right? Hmm. 
yeah, it, that's it. Obviously, varies wildly on well, whether you're wired in, yeah. whether your uh, Wi-Fi, what your connection speed is. Well, that's the shittiest part. If about... you didn't realize yeah. that your router is is throttling your bandwidth, like I did yeah. recently, um, there's a lot of variables. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know that at least it's I can eliminate some of them. You know, right? Yeah. So if you're hardwired into your modem. You should be getting blazing fast speeds if you have decent internet. Yeah. From what, That's what, what it looks like. I'm really hoping because I can't tell you how many times I've been infuriated yeah. by the file size of something I'm downloading and knowing how much I pay for internet. I'm like, this should download in like 10 seconds. Yeah. You that's, know, like... that's the Sony servers there. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So at this point of the show, we can either move into some impressions talk or we can go with the rest of the news. Let's do the rest of the news. Let's do the rest of the news. Because then we can talk about impressions as long as we want. Let's do that. Big news this week. Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 are coming back in a new collection called the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. This will include updated textures, shaders, models, effects, and technical features is what the the the, uh, the Bioware blog. They will have eyes that work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, higher resolution, of course, better frame rates. It's going to include all the DLC and promotional items. Oh, it is slated to come out spring 2021 on PS4 and Xbox One, but it will have next gen enhancements. The fuck's that mean? It means that I'm guessing it's going to be a situation kind of like Days Gone and uh, just like Ghost of Tsushima yeah. that it's like we don't want to call this a PS5 right. or Series X game, but yeah. it will take advantage. Dustin, I got to know. I know this series near and dear to your heart. Yes. What, do, what do you think? I'm very excited. I Well, it's a, it's a bit of conflicting oh, excitement no. because I've always wanted to play through this trilogy once again. I've, a, I've started on PC one time and I yeah. was like, this is a little jank. Yeah. And so th- the fact that this opportunity is before me, very enticing. It is a big time commitment to yeah. play yeah. these three games really? again. So, I don't know. We're going to have to see what the landscape is yeah, around this true. time. It's yeah. a huge... Bl- that series is a huge blind spot for me because when Mass Effect... When the first Mass Effect came out, what was that? 07? Somewhere in there, in that time range. I was into very different games at that point. And then I was like starting to get more into that type of game but after 2 came out. And I was like, oh, man, I should go back. I should play this. And then before I knew it, 3 was out. And I was like, well, no, no I'm not going to catch up. Yeah. Like, and now I'm sitting here, you know, last year in 2019, I'm like, I should really play Mass Effect. But they're probably going to redo them at some point. So now I don't have any more excuses. When this one comes out, I'll have no reason not to play it because yeah. it's the newest possible version of it. And One thing that is so unique that I I'm surprised is so unique to mass effect is the, the idea that you play the first one and your save and your decisions carry over. So like to the point where decisions you made in mass effect one, yeah, were still there and part of the game right. in mass effect three, which was so yeah. cool. And I don't, there's can't really not think been of a games. lot of others that have done that. Well, no. Yeah. The Witcher does something very light version of this but i i don't think it's anything Will it transfer like transfer your effect. save over into cyberpunk no <laughs> it just it it just follows up some of the previous games yeah. and you could either have it automatically mm-hmm. decide things for you but from what i understand the scope of mass effect is way larger right you know it's it it's it's one of those decisions that's kind of not a huge decision mm-hmm. so 
but Mass Effect seems to not be that way at all. I mean, it seems to really matter. Well, I mean, there's like character deaths and stuff, right? Yeah. 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 There are, I mean, I won't say what. There are specific right. characters that you have to choose between one or the other. There's right. no, you know, third option. You right. pick one or the other. And then they're just not in the next game. The next two. The next two games. <laughs> games. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of like weird political decisions that yeah. like, man, it is, it is insanely good. And I'm just, the, the my hope for this is that, so I have a quote here from the the Bioware blog that said our goal was to not was not to remake or reimagine the original games, but to modernize the experience so that fans and new players can experience the original work in its best possible form. And so that's my hope is that Mass Effect one feels just as good as Mass Effect three because they definitely do not play the same. Right. There was there for what it's worth. Andromeda had some decent feels about it. I'm not saying it's a good game, but it played okay. Right. Right. So, I mean, I'm imagining something in between, honestly. So. Yeah. So, Ben, are you, since this is a blind spot, is this something you're considering playing these games? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, yeah, you're definitely I won't have any excuse once they come out. Now, how I play them and, uh, you know, exactly when maybe a different story but now i'm like no i have to play them now yeah like there's no excuse not to play them you at least have an excuse. you've played them before you don't have to go back to them it'd just be nice but i'm like this is such a monumental series that i have almost no, no knowledge of the lore or any of the and i feel like it this is one of those series that like informs so many series after it that you're i'm playing games that i don't have the backdrop of it's like when I tell people like, oh, well, this show would be funnier if you'd ever watched Seinfeld or something like that. You know, like, oh, th- that's a joke from you know, I'll tell my wife that sometimes like that's a joke from the early 90s when in pop culture. Like, I don't know why I know some of that stuff, but I do that. I feel like Mass Effect was one of those things that things in other games would be more impactful if I understood Mass Effect. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Is this one of those things where it's like you got one, two, three on Steam and you're good or are they going to charge you? No, it's just one collection. It's, okay. it's a new. It's a new. Skew. It's completely new. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yeah, uh, I forgot to put in here, but in that blog post from Bioware, they said they are starting work on a new. Yeah. Mass Effect game, and the only detail they said is a veteran team. So it's not Andromeda. Yeah, team. which yeah. is just a low key like we're gonna do better, dude. You, <laughs> you know what works for everyone else? Who's that guy that's working on Halo now? Just get him when he's oh. done, when he's done with yeah. Infinite. Just. Use his name and hoard out to the, this series That's as right. well. That can... Tom Clancy was that? Yeah. That no, was... <laughs> I think he might be dead. That's sad. Yeah. Well, Tom Clancy is. Everyone dead. dies someday. Yeah. So, Tom Tom Clancy Tom, included. Tom Clancy. That's right. So yeah, very exciting. Whoever owns the rights to his stuff is still making plenty of money though. Oh oh yeah, man. How does that work? It's so funny because Tom Clancy was an author. Yeah. He wrote all these books. And then somehow there's still Tom Clancy books coming out yeah. that are not written by him. But I, does, is there like a Tom Clancy? Uh, I, w- I want to say cinematic universe, but it would be uh, <laughs> do literature to, universe. Do you actually want me to get into this? Briefly, Lightly. yes. Okay. <laughs> Lightly. So, okay. So, the, so Tom, specifically, I'm going to go on Tom Clancy here because for okay. some reason I have an ungodly amount of information about this. Tom Clancy has... There, there's games, there's books, and there's movies, and there's TV shows that are all related to the Tom Clancy 
universe, universe as it were. Yeah. He wrote all the books up until the point where he died. But as at some point, he changed it from being that it was Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six to being like meaning Tom Clancy wrote it to being Tom Clancy was like the series. Now he was still writing them, but after that, whoever owns the rights to his publishing can choose to carry on the name of that series as like, this is in the spirit of Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy's story continuing essentially. Hmm. Then you have people who own the movie rights. Of course they're making, they make stuff. They've made stuff for 30 years, 40 years. Maybe you have people who own the TV rights, which is like Amazon right now with Jack Ryan and that kind of thing. And then you have the video game, whoever owns the video game rights and someone Maybe it's a publishing company. Maybe it's a family member. I'm not sure. Owns the rights that can can approve all of that. So they say, okay, for ten years you have the rights to the to the video game series. Go at it, and then in ten years you got to renew it, or somebody else can buy it, etc. My question is, like, the game Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six makes sense. That's yeah, directly say, from his, the book. His name's even on that one, right? But as far as like Tom Clancy's The Division, yeah. Is there any reason, is there any connecting thread of Tom Clancy in The Division? Guns. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's tied to the universe. It's tied so to the story. In the Tom Clancy but universe. But Rainbow Six a... and, and Division have nothing in common. It's just that The Division is also based on his works. Even if it's only loosely, they used his name and gave him, you know, money or his estate money. Right. In order to be able to use that name to sell more games. Because if you see Tom Clancy, you know it's a specific type of game feel whatever hmm. which is Strange. a little bit is curious there, which is a little like bit curious realism. with the jack ryan books or yeah. the jack ryan movies because they don't tie that other than saying jack ryan to tom clancy like if they had said it was going to be the series was going to be called tom clancy's jack ryan or something like that yeah but that's a little confusing because you got two names so i feel like the tom clancy series like realism to an extent you know realistic weapons realistic attachments I mean, mm. I'm just thinking about Siege or like Splinter Cell, you know what I mean, and like right. how those games operated. Well, it was just like more modern, he realistic was highly notable in the early '90s, probably even probably even back into the mid '80s, um, for getting the books right because there were so many books coming out at that point that were just pulpy and raw and stupid that like. Oh, wow, my pistol turns into a machine gun. You know, that's like the type of literature that was coming out. And his was like, he went and basically embedded himself with the Navy SEALs for six months. And, you know, like he actually did research and knew about these things and um, was able to write more realistically. So, yeah, you're right on there. But uh, so, Dustin, I don't know specifically what the division ties to, but I know that in some way, shape or form, it was inspired by that. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Well... The Clancy's out there are living large. Not only do they have the Tom Clancy series, they also have the Clancy's brand of chips Ooh, at uh, Aldi. So, arguably a, f a first place tie in my yeah, mind. Anyway. For sure. Probably net worth is a little different. <laughs> but. Oh, dude, I don't know. I have some bad news for you guys. Oh, no. Oh, good. Not but again. not for us, just for the people involved. Marvel's Avengers... Is a flop. This is bad news for Brandon and I. Square Annex has reported a 6.5 billion yen loss driven by the game. That is $61 million in USD. So I want to read these tweets that this info came from. This comes from David Gibson, who I believe 
is like some kind of analyst. I'm looking at his Twitter profile and I don't I don't really know why he has the authority to say this, but uh, wait, co-founder of Astris Advisory Japan KK. So he some kind of analyst probably knows about stuff. He said Square Enix reported a 6.5 billion yen loss for HD games driven by Marvel's Avengers. So that's tied in to everything. All of their loss, their HD games. This overall loss is because right. of Avengers. Uh, they wouldn't say how many copies were sold, but that volumes were 60% of the plan. Implies game costs over 100 million to make, but only sold 3 million or so. Ouch. Yeah. Now, there's a follow-up tweet here. Marvel's Avengers. It looks like the total cost of the game is closer to 170 to 190 million, given that they only expense 70% of the cost in the quarter plus marketing costs. Why someone didn't say stop post the multiplayer beta will remain a mystery. Square are adamant they can make a recovery. I have to imagine that a large portion of that loss is somehow tied to I have two points to make here. It's somehow tied to getting the the, the licensing for Marvel because they either had to pay up front plus royalties or they had to pay all royalties. And it's probably more likely that they paid up front um, given how they, these licensing deals works work. Two, I'm sure they lost money, but I also know that every blockbuster film that comes out that obviously makes a ton of money, the movie industry is somehow able to make it look like it barely made them any money. And say that it was a loss because they calculated everything in and, you know, it comes out even at the end of the year for tax purposes. Right. So it probably was a significant loss, but I would slightly hesitate to think it was 63 million. Yeah. I wonder if part of the equation, too, is that they were hoping for more post-purchase money, like expecting more battle passes. Yes. And then people were like, this is bullshit selling me a battle pass per character. I think it was that, and I don't I don't know what it is. Like, Brandon and I have talked about this. That game is not good, but I had fun with it while we played it, and I'll probably play it once new characters drop, at least jump back in and play with a new character or whatever. But there was no part of that game that ever, ever made me think, I should spend money on this more than I already have. I mean, I don't know. I, I like the fact that they didn't incentivize you to buy anything, but the fact that they didn't incentivize you to buy anything made me never feel like I should buy anything. Man. Right, dude, drop the BR mode. Whoa, that would actually be sick as fuck. Imagine, Marvel BR, dude. Imagine Hulk's dropping into the map, bro. Whoa, I don't know, but that I, game would explode if it was a BR. I know it really would, though. Um, isn't Fortnite basically a Marvel BR now that there's like every skin yeah, of every Marvel character? I was gonna say, pertinent. Um, yeah, but there's guns, but no, I'm with Ben. I'm interested to see if it'll actually perform okay now that it's on PS5. it should i mean even right off the, out the gate as an unlocked frame rate at the, there's two modes one yeah. of them is an unlocked right. frame yeah. rate so yeah. and honestly it's not good on ps4 <laughs> no it's not in the beta it was yeah that's my only experience playing it on the ps4 i guess actually ever was that beta yeah, yeah. and from what i understand there's still it has been little to no post-launch support as well um, Man. So, well, maybe not support, but content at least is what I meant to say. So, I mean, you got to think that has something to do with it. You know what this game feels like to me? Just from hearing you guys and other people talk about it is that 
they probably fucked around for a long time trying to figure out how to make this game. The quote unquote deadline kept creeping closer and closer. And then they're like, fuck it. We have to make something to keep the license, to keep the license. Yeah. And we got to we got to get this out. And so they made this bra- brawler with shitty destiny elements. Yeah. Slapped on some microtransaction and pushed it out. I mean, it just doesn't feel like a game that took. I rem- I remember when this game got announced and I was yeah. living at my old apartment. And I remember thinking this is going to be a long ways out. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like a game that would have, that should have taken that long. Was it five years? I can't remember. It's almost three years since we moved here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So it sucks. I feel like Crystal Dynamics is a good and even great team. I would say they did amazing stuff with both uh, Tomb Raider and rise of the tomb raider and to see this happen is unfortunate but i almost feel like i don't want to say it's not their fault because obviously the buck probably stops with them they were the developer they were the ones leading the charge maybe there was some interference from square nx maybe who knows there's a, a million things but no i mean i don't know i can't i'm not I'm not a developer. I don't know how this works exactly, but there are some things. If you look, if you play the game, you're like, well, this clearly doesn't work. And it's just like, it's not that the game is bad. It's that it's just broken. There's yeah. parts of that game that are just straight up broken that, that don't work. They were like, it had gone gold. And they were like, oh, this doesn't work. We can patch it. And then they were like, maybe if we just don't patch it, nobody will notice. And then it sends you to the blue screen on your PlayStation. And you're like, Okay. I noticed. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys feel like there's any chance of some type of recovery for this game? Free to play. No. No, free to play won't do it because I'm I'm telling you they did not they don't incentivize you enough to want to Yeah, but it was if it was free though. If it's free, then you still got people going in there who are like me and you who are like, "Eh, I don't really feel like I need to buy anything." Yeah, There's but... no incentive to buy anything. And if you do feel like I want to spend 10 bucks on this game, you've got to choose between seven or eight different characters yeah. to spend your yeah. money on. And you're like, well, who's my favorite? Yeah. Who, who do I buy this battle pass for? Yeah. Bump up the cosmetics and free to play. That's I'm I'm still with that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the only route out yeah. of it. But I... even the cosmetics, they give you like 40 per character. Well, yeah. I felt like some of them were lackluster at yeah. best. So if they did like really batshit crazy stuff, like really out there stuff, like iron, really cool Iron Man suits, like that wouldn't maybe even make sense, you know, maybe. Yeah. But it's still a big maybe for me, dog. Right. I don't know. It That's rough. I don't and I'm already, do... Dude, I saw Black Friday ad today. I think it was 30. 30. Yeah. So it still seems even high for how like. The, the downfall, I mean, we a couple weeks ago, I don't know if we talked about on this show, but the Steam numbers were, yeah. like, abysmal. And well, I can't imagine it's as much better anywhere if else. If I had to guess, they haven't sold through their initial inventory of this game. No. I mean, stores probably still have copies on the shelf that they got at launch. At launch. Yep. And so the stores are probably partially driving that price. Yeah. They're not going to sell it for 20 when they paid 50 for it to get it on their shelf. Right. Yeah. Not yet. At least it'll be a couple of years before that happens. 
hopefully about a couple years but yeah obviously i don't think this will make any change overall but you would hope that this would be a lesson to the development the publisher community that says like hey just because you have a license yeah doesn't mean shit really so like well no uh, the one thing i will say against that this game would not have sold three million copies or whatever it sold if it wasn't attached to avengers true i agree with that I also feel like it has something to like say about the look of the game, even. Yeah. Just like if you would have dumbed it down, maybe made it a little bit more cartoony and honed that in and gave me a better frame rate. Just like little stuff like that. I guess it's not little, it's entirely game changing. Yeah, it's entirely different. But yeah. you know what I mean, though? Like, sure, it looks pretty, pretty in quotes, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, I'm just saying it, it could have been a lot better. It's just confusing to me, mostly. And I don't think the PS5, even at a better frame rate, is really going to help it much if other things don't change with it. Like, Because I don't think the biggest problem for me was necessarily the frame rate, as we've mentioned. Oh, man, so, it was for me. I mean, I, I mean, it was bad. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't. But even with that, I'm still saying like, my whistle hasn't been whetted Ooh. by this, so to speak. Damn. So when I, when I the first time I booted up that game and was playing with you and Kevin, when I when you guys got off, I was like, I'm gonna keep playing. I played like five more minutes and I was nauseous. Oh from man. Playing it. Yeah. Now I played it again after that, and for everybody out there who's like Avengers, Avengers, it was fun. I, I had fun with it. I'm gonna hopefully gonna have more fun with it when they launch new characters, but. Doesn't mean it's good. It's yeah. just not good. I would right. love to play Black Panther. I yeah. think that'd be sick as shit. Yeah. So there are there are very few other games where you can actually fly around as Iron Man. Yeah. And well, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, mean, and, and and that's the whole you know. Right. Would it have sold as much if it were right. fucking? No, it wouldn't have. I don't know. So. All right. I have one other PS5 detail that I thought was pretty interesting. Is that Sony has added a PS5 remote play option to ps4s did this show up on either of your guys system i saw uh, it on, i didn't see it on the system i haven't been on my system since they yeah me neither it. i saw it on reddit i didn't see it on my playstation but yeah. i wasn't looking so the big question about this is because currently people with review units aren't able to do, use it so they're gonna unlock it on launch day but this could be interesting because we were told and developers were told PS5 games will only work with the DualSense. Yeah. But now we're seeing this remote play feature pop up. So are are you going to be able to stream a PS5 game to, another, to a PS4 in your house and play it with a DualShock? DualShock? Maybe with the hardware. It's like a caveat. Like, yeah. Since you're playing through the PS4. Yeah. It yeah. can read like... The inputs know. are tied to the yeah, PS4. Yeah, it's, the PS4. it's, it's yeah. tied to console, which I don't know that that would make sense to do that, but maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I'll be curious about this. It might be convenient, depending on the quality, it would maybe be convenient to have like have my PS4 up here in the studio. And if I could stream my PS5 and it be acceptable enough quality, maybe, mm-hmm. but... That's a big bang. Here's the difference. Here's the thing, Dustin, for me and you, and probably even Brandon, that quality is never going to be acceptable enough. You're you're right. Yeah, not, <laughs> not right now. 
maybe in like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. At the, at the Well, maybe not 10. So we don't about have to five. dwell on this too long because by the time a lot of people are even listening to this, it'll already be yeah. tested through the roof. But interesting feature. It is. Out there. It's not a feature that will go, that will have zero use, I'm sure. Like people will use this. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's just on the main screen. I mean, people still use the remote you know play saying? on their Vita. So, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's certainly not, you're not going to play an FPS. <laughs> no, definitely not. All right. So I have two quickies and then we can get into our impressions on some different items. Oh, hey, Dustin, real quick. Yes. Were you going to mention anything about the uh, the potential of 1440 they had mentioned today? Yeah, we can talk about that real quick. Why not? So to, you know, present the situation, the Series X, if you plug it into a 1440p monitor, it will run in native yeah. 1440p. That is not the case. It has not been the case with PS4 and PS4 Pro. And it is still not the case on PlayStation 5. Basically, if you plug it into a 1440p monitor, you are going to get 1080p. And that will, you know, your monitor is going to up-res it. Basically, Brandon, you might need to fill me in. I don't know if you read the article. The uh, Absolutely not. I was at work. I just skimmed it. The impression I got is that Sony was like, okay, we hear you. If there's demand for 1440p support, we yeah. can add it. We've just been working on making... The 4K. That seems like an excuse yeah. to me. We've been making the 4K yeah. experience as good as possible. I just thought it was hopeful, at least. Why it wasn't already thought of, I'm not sure. But it at least they're open to the possibility. Yeah. So them saying that is is good enough for me for now. For me, I think part of the issue is that like the majority of people don't have a 4K TV. And those who don't have a 4K TV don't have a 1440 TV. So they probably have some data that tells them most people use this on a television rather than a 1440 monitor. Yeah. Um, I really doubt many people, the average person right. is playing their PS5 on a monitor rather than a TV. I'm guessing though we're seeing, in no, I think you're right. I think it is the minimal. I'm guessing we are starting to see a rise yes. in people that want that specifically because there are now more <laughs> PC gamers who want to hook up their console right next to their PC, and that's where they play games is at their desk. That's how I do it. So having that 1440p support well, would be... But also, that's not how I'm going to do it also with PS5. Been, yeah. Also been streaming. Yeah. If they're making the, the camera such a powerhouse, yeah. you would assume that it would be most efficient to try and stream from a desk. Right. So I'm just thinking that sense, too. I mean, maybe for that setup, it would be beneficial. I'm telling but. you, bro... We're going to see so many people trying to stream now who are like 30 feet away from their TV in their living rooms, oh. just like barely able to be visible on the little camera. That's we got to we got to carve out some retail space on Reddit for that. Yeah. yeah. Get some good uh, get some good photos rolling. All right. So here are the two quickies. Number one, Last of Us Part Two secretly added DualSense support. Ooh. And supposedly it's like really good yeah. from what I saw, but it's weird because they didn't talk about it. And so people are wondering, is this a a little uh, Easter, not Easter egg, a little foreshadowing to a potential Last of Us Part 2 PlayStation 5 patch? I'm sure they'll have you some sort think, of patch. Yeah. You would think. I feel like that would be that would entice me to maybe play it again because I've thought about how I'd like yeah. to experience the story again now knowing everything. Yeah, me too. So 
I think that would be perfect for my plat run. Yeah. Oh. It, if in fact I could transfer saves, which I'm assuming I will be able to. The situation on that seems to be getting better. Yeah. Like they just announced that you will now be able to import your Spider-Man save yeah, to I Spider-Man saw, Remastered. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it is possible. Yeah, crossing my fingers. I mean, regardless, it's either I'm starting a new game plus right. and I have none of my shit right. or I'm just starting a new game. It's not it's not a deal breaker for right. me necessarily, but <clears throat> All right. Last but not least, Codemasters is being bought by Take 2. Oh, I saw this. Should be wrapped up early next year. I didn't have a lot to say on this other than Codemasters right now they actually have a new game coming out with the launch with Dirt 5. It's out already. It's out already. That's right. Uh, we did a review on handsomefam.com. Our, our boy Dave. Check right. that out. Davey boy. So could be interesting. I uh, I think this is probably a blind spot for, for Take 2 in general, this type of a team. And I'm more thinking then too, like, hmm, are they hoping to get more vehicular expertise in on Grand Theft Auto, whatever mm. it becomes, or you know, stuff like that, because they're going to use them to make their own games, but they're also going to probably pull some of those people in for support on other games. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see new car IPs. Yeah, because I feel like you don't get that very often. But I will say that the licensing is probably a big deterrent. Oh, and it's probably for, really expensive. for most developers. Yeah, because it's probably a pain in the dick to license all those cars. Yep. Wasn't there a thing with uh, Gran Turismo that they weren't allowed to like you, they licensed cars, but they weren't allowed to show them being wrecked? I think Colin mentioned would, that on Sacred Symbols. I would at one believe point. that. I would a hundred percent believe that because I feel like even down to some of the cosmetics, like some of the decisions that are made in game to yeah. what you can and can't even change about the cars, is matters i guarantee yeah. you there was someone from audi saying hey this is what the rs5 looks like this part you can't change about it. you can't paint it black it's like mitsubishi doesn't want you to be able to kill a hooker in the back seat of their car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in graph, graph oh, oh boohoo yeah. no i'm just kidding why did i pull mitsubishi out of there i don't, I don't know, know dude classic yeah damn they've had problems in the past <laughs> so let's get into impressions first of all let's talk about assassin's creed valhalla Ben, yeah. you and I have played this. I have barely played this. You barely played Okay, how far did you get? I got past the point, and this isn't a secret, where you choose what gender your character is going to be. Oh. I got slightly past that. Here's what happened to me with that game, and I don't think this is indicative of the final product. This was an early build. This was before one of the big patches came out that fixed a lot of things. It was just, I and I have a good computer. It's not that. Uh, it was just framey as I'll get out, and it was just like, terrible dipping all over the place and then uh it actually failed closed and my computer shut down and when i turned it back on it said the ssd had been corrupted and told me what like what file was the problem and i had to take the ssd out and do a bunch of stuff to it on a different computer to get it removed it corrupted the whole thing so fortunately ubi was kind enough to work with us on that and make sure that we got a copy to at least get a little bit of coverage out um they, so they sent one a PS4 copy yeah. for Dave. Okay, yeah. cool. I didn't. That's why I, I want to have them on. But, but but after I emailed her and told her about that, she told me they released a patch, and then you started playing it, and Dave started playing it, and you had some slight issues. 
performance wise, but they weren't near anything that I had for sure. And, um, and I mean, like it was to the extent, and I mean, I'm rocking a 2070 ultra and a 3600, um, CPU and 32 gig of Ram. Like it's not my computer it, and I was running it on minimum and it was using a hundred percent of my CPU and my GPU. Wow. Yes. So it was yeah. very bad at first, but then once they fixed it, apparently all, a lot of those problems went away. So the long and short is I want to play this game so bad, but I think I'm just going to end up playing it on PS five because I don't know. I just kind of gun shy now. Yeah. For me, I, it definitely wasn't, performing as well as you should expect for a $700 graphics card. Right. It was one of those things where when I was talking to you and a little bit to Dave, I was thinking maybe I'm not having as many problems because I'm basically throwing the, like the kit, you know, throwing the kitchen sink at like right. all the power of the, the third, the 3080. But even then, like well, it was, Dave's rocking a 1080, isn't he? 1070. And he was, he was running on low fine after the patch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The, so I had jumped in then at the first patch. You jumped in. I jumped in on one night and overnight, and that's when my my SSD got corrupted and everything. Overnight, they released the patch okay. according to the rep from from Ubi. Yeah. So for me, like I was able to kind of lock it in because there's like an adaptive graphics mode, yeah. and so I set that to sixty. But overall, and I'm guessing this was because of the post patch. I was rocking it at 4K yeah. and getting it at pretty much a locked 60, not at all ultra settings. I was using that adaptive yeah. mode yeah. and it was it was fine then at that point. But again, I'm also using the best graphics card on the market. Well, and, in fa- and also in fairness, NVIDIA hasn't released their day one patch or their day one. They have now. For it. Oh, they have now. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So that'll help, too. I think it was out yesterday. OK. Today's, oh, yeah. Today's Tuesday. So, yeah, the game came out today. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. So, yeah, it will. That will help it. But anyway, you can talk about the game, but let's. I really want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> so I have about, at this point, eight hours uh-huh. into it. And so this is, and we're not going to talk spoilers, obviously. Uh, it is the same as Odyssey in that there's this huge opening section, and it's multiple hours into the game before you actually get the title screen. Yeah. But... So far, I am enjoying it more than I did of Odyssey, which I didn't play a lot of that. I've played more of Valhalla now than I have Odyssey. One of the things I really it really turned me off to Odyssey is that. And hopefully, hopefully this is correct. Hopefully, like I just didn't have a bad experience because I'm an idiot when I played Odyssey. There's a lot of different things as far as characters having specific levels. Uh And so I would end up having to fight like I fucked up and I was fighting dudes that were more powerful than me. And I was annoyed at the fact that I had to go grind in an Assassin's Creed game in order to fight right. the same types of enemies that just had a higher number. Yeah. There's still leveling in this game, but I only one time I accidentally went somewhere that I was like, Oh shit, these guys are more powerful than me, but I was also somewhere I definitely shouldn't have been. Right. But yeah, it kind of carries over a lot of the same elements that we saw from Origins and uh, also Odyssey. So 
but yeah, it's neat. It has like a nice little base building element. You are a Viking. Yeah. You are in, you have moved from the north to further south in England. So you're building up your Viking colony, which it reminded me of uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Nice. In a way, which yeah. I think, did anyone play Odyssey? I Here? played the first like five hours. Yeah. Okay. I rented it. Did it have a base, like a building I, element? Not, if it did, there wasn't by not that Not to point. my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So my biggest thing that I am kind of not liking about this game is that I just think the combat is kind of boring. Really? Yeah. And I don't know if it's just coming from playing games where that are so focused on combat that obviously it's like there's a give and take as far as like it's an open world. There's a million things to do. So it's not going to all be about right. the combat. But overall, it was uh, it was cool. There's a, some interesting RPG aspects where you have to make decisions in a uh -huh. mission. Like there was this one where I was like investigating these people and had to figure out who the uh, someone had been betrayed. And right. So I had to figure out and do some of these different things. It was a little sloppy in its missions because basically I had to investigate these three people, go on some raids with them. Yeah. Right. This is so early on, so I don't feel bad. I'm not going to get into specifics. This, is, this doesn't sound spoiler to me. Yeah. So at one point I had went on the raids and I had a feeling on who the bad boy uh -huh. was, but they were like, go explore the swamp to find clues. The swamp is fucking huge. Yeah. So I was wandering around the swamp forever. Eventually I found the clue that they wanted me to find. And I was following this trail of trying to do things in order to get more info. And eventually I just couldn't figure it out. I'm like, well, I'm wasting my time fucking around trying to figure this out. I'm just going to go with my gut. And then I was wrong. And so I ended up just redoing the mission Damn. and picking the right person. <laughs> but it felt frustrating because I was like, I tried so hard to get that, do that little bit of extra work to make the better choice. And it didn't work out. But overall, I mean, the game is gorgeous. It is definitely by far the best looking Assassin's Creed game yet. It looked so good at 4K at 60 FPS. And uh, yeah, I don't know how much more of it I'm going to play just because I wanted to at least get enough that I could get a, a feel for it. I will say that if you enjoyed origins and you enjoyed odyssey you are going to love this game yeah. because it's better than yeah. those games for sure but still in the same kind of sphere yes yeah the story is fine that's the thing about these newer assassin's creed games that they've really not completely dropped the the current day stuff but it's so much more minimal right and i just don't care about these vikings right is the reality is that i don't care about the main character i don't care about what they're doing for the most part. And they drip feed right. the assassins element into it, which is what they kind of did with Odyssey as well. And so between the, in my opinion, the weaker combat and the story I didn't care about, there's just didn't feel like this was something that was speaking to me. Right. Am I saying it's a bad game? No, not at all. So Ben, you're really, you're pumped. You're going to, you're going to pick this up. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to get it. Yeah. Cause other than, so I'm kind of debating on whether I want to get this or whether I want to get crash four on PS five. Cause I didn't, it, it, even after I saw it drop in price, I was like, eh, I'll just wait for PS five. Um, 
but I'm thinking that I'm probably going to get both by the end of the year. Uh, the long story short is that after Miles Morales and maybe some of those PS collection games, I'm not really sure what I'm going to play. And I have those PS collection games presumably for a long time. So I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably buy it relatively quickly once the console comes out. I'm curious if, um, I mean, you could, if the PC version, maybe if it's better, I'm, I mean, then you I'm sure I to... could play it on the PC. It's just, Part of me is also like, well, trophies are fun. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. I, I might end up just, I mean, we have access to the PC copy on our company account, but um, I don't know. It's just that playing that game for like an hour and a half and then it crashing on me just soured me. And oh. again, I don't think that's the game's fault at all. I mean, obviously they, the, the game was unoptimized and the rep told me it was not the first time they heard of that happening. So there's part of it that was the game's fault, but part of it, who knows, maybe I had a flaw in my SSD or a corrupt file or something elsewhere. So I'm not going to blame that on them, but part of me is just like, well, I'll just play it on PS5 now. I'm really curious about how it's running on PS5 and Xbox Series X. I mean, it's out now on Series X, but I haven't seen anybody talk about it. It's supposed to be at 4K yeah. 60 as so well. It's not on Game Pass? No, no. So... Yeah, it's an interesting little game. I'm sure a lot of people are very excited to play this, whether they're playing it now on Series X or on Thursday. Yeah. So. Um, and it's got free upgrades, too. So if you buy the PS4 version, you can play on PS5 right. with the upgrades. Yeah, so. you could start it now. Uh, except I don't know if everything carries over. Ooh. I'm not sure if you'll have split trophies or if you'll have a have to restart. your. Uh, I'm sure the save will transfer over, but I don't yeah. know about the everything else. That's a good point, too. So Spider-Man, let's say I played through part of the story, which uh -huh. is what I did. I got some of the trophies. I transferred my save to PS5. There's gonna, no, yeah, it's, you're going to have split trophies. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Because hmm. it'd be the same as, as it is on Vita and PS4. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about story and everything. Like, what if they're the same? You know, I guess it still wouldn't matter. Right. So there are there were rare instances of games that had cross save between PS4 or PS3 and Vita. Yeah. That if you boot them up on your Vita, you just automatically get the trophies. Yeah. Really? The, I think that they kind of were like, yeah, you can't do that. You weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. uh, Yeah. So I guess that's Assassin's Creed. Do we want to? I feel bad because I've been I feel like I, I talked a lot, but we could talk a little bit about series x let's do it we talked about playstation the entire rest of the show so yeah, yeah. so i don't know should i explain why, why i bought one because i i've talked so many times on the show saying that i wasn't going to get one yes so and by the way i want to say that months ago when you pre-ordered this i said you're gonna end up keeping it yeah so. well here's the thing i thought for the longest time i had two pre-ordered yeah one of them I ended up rerouting and it went to Maddie. Yeah. The other one, Phil said he wanted. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't have to think about the possibility of keeping one. Right. On Sunday, I was looking at my target and my target account to check on one of the PS5s. And I was like, oh shit, there's another Series X here. I was like, let me think about that. And then later that night, it shipped. Yeah. I was like, well, now I'm going to have to go either through the process of returning it or finding someone to sell it to. Because I'm not going to scalp it. Right. Which, by the way, I looked on Facebook Marketplace today, and there were fuckers already scalping that. Sure. Which, I get it. Scalpers are a thing. 
I just feel like scalping to your local community feels douchey. Yes. If you're gonna scalp, at least put it on eBay. I was gonna say you're gonna you're gonna like pass them in the Walmart. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like So I saw multiple pop up even in our small little town here. I believe it, dude. One of them was I think eight hundred. So they wanted a three hundred dollar premium for that wow. Series X. Yeah. So yeah, I decided to I'd pay him three hundred for it. Just three hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I decided to end up keeping it just because, first of all, I can afford it right now. That's the the biggest thing is that it wasn't going to be financially straining. And I just I wanted to be able to check it out and talk about it on podcasts. And, you know, yeah, yeah I also like new toys. That's, right? that's a big factor. That's I just enough. Having, that's enough. So in my opinion, if you want it that's and you can afford it reasonably, that's enough of a reason to get it if you want it. Right. Yeah. So I spent the day checking it out and I don't really know what there is to add to what you've already seen in all the previews. The download speeds when you're not playing a game are extremely fast. I was getting up to 300 megabyte downloads. But well, when I was looking at it, you were getting like uh, close to 350 at one point. And then it tanked yeah. down to 50. So Right. Which I think now due to the time frame, right. I'm, I'm guessing the servers were getting hit harder at around 8 p.m. Yeah. Eastern than earlier in the day. But uh, one, as soon as you turn on a game, yep. those tank. Yeah. At least from what I can tell. So, yeah, the the games on it look great. Like Gears 5 looked awesome at 4K60. I'm really impressed by Ori and the Will of the Wisps has a 4K 120 mode and also a 6K 60 FPS mode, which is just insane. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's a it's a better Xbox. Yep. And if you have Game Pass, then you're going to have a shit ton of stuff to play. I will say, though, here's one weird nitpick is the series, the, the Xbox one controller in general, which is basically the same for the uh -huh. Series X. It has those rumbles in yeah. the triggers. Yeah. When I was playing it, I was playing Tetris Effect Connected. I was like, holy shit. These rumbles are are loud yeah. and distracting. I can, honestly, I can't. I think that I hate the Xbox One and now the Series X controller. Can't stand them. Yeah, it's like the buttons are so clicky. That D pad is like, like you can hear it. It <laughs> yeah. is so distracting. Yeah. Just spill some apple juice on it. Oh, that make it a little mushy. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, the speeds on the SSD really fast. Uh. Yeah, quick resume was cool. Quick resume, yeah. It's something that doesn't really appeal to me as far as like being able to jump around all the time. Right. I know that some people love doing that. It just doesn't bother me to wait the especially now with the SSD, the boot up time is gonna be so Yeah. Well, I'm much also not in the quicker. in a situation very often where I mean I'm not switching between games terribly often. And if I am, I'm probably gonna be swapping a disc too. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't I seem like a big feature for me. Weirdly enough, as a PlayStation gamer, because I will mostly have single player experiences. And then at the end of the night, I half the time end up playing multiplayer. And so it'd be awesome to like, oh, you know, the boys are on. Yeah. Pop right in. Yeah. When I'm done tomorrow morning, pop right back into the single player, you know, whatever. Right. I guess my my hope for the Series X, and this is the impression I have right now, is that through Game Pass and Microsoft First Party, 
there are games that I want to play with mouse and keyboard on PC. And there are times that I'm going to want to play those games sitting on my couch. And already the cross save was like seamless. Like my Gears 5 save that I played on PC was there. When I had briefly started Ori for like 10 minutes, that save was there. So especially with Bethesda games going forward, assumingly they're going to be on Game Pass. The ability to play some on PC and then chill out downstairs. I won't hopefully feel the need to have to lug my PC downstairs. I'm going to get a equivalent a semi equivalent for those experience. games on that platform. yes yeah yeah so two things uh i can't wait what was the first one uh, dang it i don't know okay but the second one is mostly to bust your balls this isn't a serious question okay but i'm ready you found out you were getting an extra console yes on release day yes you have another console that's coming tomorrow right or no friday for for xbox tomorrow that's for Tomorrow for Phil. Yes. You know, Phil desperately wants it. And you were like, I don't really want mine, but I'm going to make him wait an extra day so I can have this one first. You cannot bust my balls on this. I have to block this. All right. Phil is out of town. Okay. okay, Defer. Because I told him. Flag on the play. I I messaged him yesterday. (laughs) I said, hey, one of those Series X's is coming tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. He said, okay, cool. No worries. I'm still only going to be able to come Thursday. Is he even a gamer anymore? I don't know who Phil is. Phil only plays games. He doesn't podcast anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn. So, he's, yeah. He's drank one too many G Fuel. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was not swiping uh, Phil's Series X. Okay. So. I'm, well, I'm still a valid pretend, concern. I'm going to pretend like you were, though. And okay. Yeah. Honor restored. Yeah. I guess that's it for this episode. I mean, we are. Next week is going to be a big. Dude episode we'll be so talking excited. about demon souls i'm skipping next week to play games sorry Fuck yeah you, Phil. Dude. No, oh, sorry, shit. <laughs> i wonder if we could get phil next week he's no. acting like he could be coming back he soon. said end of november oh, and he then he's gonna and then it's gonna move into i'm so busy for christmas i can't be there you know it's, when he comes it's here still. just trap him here oh just i can lock him in <laughs> Just throw him a packet of ramen every few days. Pop-Tarts, Doritos. You know, the worst part about us ragging on Phil is that he never even listens to it. No. So we can't even... That's all right. I'm wondering, do you think that we could get him just for next week? Be like, hey, for this special launch, you know, PS5 and Xbox. You can ask him, but expect a paragraph back. We'll try. Why he can't. We'll try. Should we ask his wife? I'm not convinced that she... She I'm makes not him saying it's her fault that he can't come. I'm I, just wondering if we I think ask Phil her. willfully. Yeah, if she pushes him to come, he'll come. But yeah. I think I think Phil willfully neglects us. Wow. He doesn't want us to behold his presence. Honestly, if you actually swiped it from him, you could tell us and I wouldn't be mad. You're like, I know none of these guys are actually going to check with yeah, Phil to yeah. see if he if he was out of town. So <laughs> we just want him on. Come on, man. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I was. What's funny is I was telling Phil, I was like, dude, the show has grown. There's like an entire new audience that has no clue. Yeah. Who you are, and you're like, well, I didn't say this, but I was thinking, like, you're a member of the show. They have no clue who you Come are. On. Maybe they'll hate him. And then we'll have to kick him off permanently. That's I not think what I've the heard old from the audience, Discord. I think the old audience did hate Phil, so I don't oh. really know how to. Well, some of the new audience has been listening to After Dark, and so they've been hearing Phil there. That's true. That's true. So the other thing is, um, 
we were talking about maybe having Dave on, inviting Dave on. Oh next yeah. Week. Oh so yeah. Yeah. Dave is getting a PS5. Ooh, and an Xbox. Oh, he's getting both. I think so. What a fucking hey, savage, geez. bro! I love the energy. Yeah. Damn. All right. So we'll end it off there. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. The HP Podcast is fan-funded through patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers. Edward Walton, Stewie108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Matthew Major, Shuttlesworth, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Canna.